All right. So there's going to be three, well, three different questions in a sense. We're going to ask one question for everybody, and then I picked a specific question for each person, and then we'll do one more that's for everybody. So everybody will talk three times. So first we're going to start with just Heidi sharing her Kyle story and your future plans, and then we'll just pass it on down the line, and they'll each share their plans. Obviously, don't go too long, because there's 12 of you, but you know, share your story as, as uh, succinctly as you can. So go ahead. Okay. So my name is Heidi, and this is my first year in Chi Alpha, and I'm really bummed that it's also my last year. Um, I found Chi Alpha kind of awkwardly. I thought that there were these sorority people in the union trying to get me to come join, and to be honest, I just entertained them because I really didn't want to be in a sorority, but I hate telling people no and like not talking to them, so I just talked to them anyways, and I signed out a card because I was actually trying to get connected to a student ministry, and then Casey actually messaged me and was like, hey, I don't know you, but you should come to my small group. And I'm like, oh, okay. I can't tell people no, so I went. And, <laughs> and um, I've just been plugged in ever since. So I kind of just, guess, stepped out of my comfort zone and came by myself and found a lot of people that I really like. So, yep. Um, so this is like my third-ish year of being at Chi Alpha. Um, originally, I, when I came as a freshman, I was involved at a Lutheran church um, off campus, and then I um, stopped going because I had a lot of health issues, and my logic was, oh, church people will understand if I don't come because they're nice, <laughs> but it was like the worst option because I really needed um, a Christian community at that time in my life. And um, so I kind of fell away from God, actually. And uh, it was my junior year. Uh, Lydia Rhyme, she graduated last year, but she invited me to Chi Alpha. And I was kind of like, okay, I guess I'll try it because I like you. So, <laughs> um, so I came once or twice, kind of sporadically. And then um, I wasn't, like, super into it. I'd gone to other campus ministries, wasn't, like, sold, I guess. And there was one night, we are still in the CAC at this time, um, Daniel had preached, and then he was going to pray for us, and he kind of stopped, and he's like, I feel like uh, God is telling me that some young woman in here needs to hear that it's okay to not be okay. And that was for me. And I cried and cried, and I was like... I'm coming back every Tuesday, and I haven't stopped since, so. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name is Aaron. I'm a baby. Been in Kyle for maybe a month, so not very long, so I probably haven't met many of you yet, but um, just want to say I appreciate many for the, the being accepted into Kyle Alpha. It's been um great and it it does like um it's kind of sad that it has only been four weeks um my story um kind of goes back a little bit a while so it went to well it went to it started um um last semester so i got connected through bailey and she um we were in like a little study group and she introduced me, told me about Chi Alpha and whatnot. And during that time, I had class at this time. I had class at 8 o'clock. And um, so I couldn't make it during the last semester. But um, I saw her again. She was, kept reminding me, hey, come to Chi Alpha. 
And so the next semester, I got some time opened and I came. And, you know, ever since then, I've been trying to make sure that I come. And, um, like, I remember the first night, you know, Daniel started, he talked about legacy. And um, just um, that was something that connected with me and, you know, just building a legacy and doing something more with my life. And um, during that time before, like, I'd always, like, um, it was just like a claim, you know, I, you know, my mom was a Christian. I kind of just kind of made the assumption that I was and whatnot and never really made the decision to, you know, my own to, you know, be a Christian and, you know, accept the Lord as my savior. And I did that. And, um, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I just did that and just decided to be a leader in my life and step out and join and uh, just really get closer to God. Hello, everyone. It's finally happening. I'm finally graduating. <laughs> so it's been a, a long, long, long road getting to this point. Um, so I started Chi Alpha in 2011, its first year. <laughs> and I was a freshman alongside Daniel. He was a stinky freshman who lived right down the hall from me in Norin. I also met a few other guys that went to Chi Alpha. So when I first came to college, I was rewind just like two weeks. I um, was kind of hopping around campus ministries. I knew from the start I really needed community. And I checked out Basic, checked out InterVarsity, checked out NAVS, didn't like any of them. And then uh, there's this guy named Emery White in my intro to psychology class. And he started talking about, I don't know how it came up, but we started talking about worship and everything. And he was like, dude, you should come by Chi Alpha. So I checked it out. Never really heard anything about AG deep before. Um, but that doesn't really matter too much because I remember being wrecked the first night of Chi Alpha. Um, there is right in front of me a very hamstum, very good-looking uh, hipster named Emery, like I said. And he was singing this song named, called Fire Fall Down. Just like we sing every single week for the entire year. And it was great. <laughs> but nonetheless, it wrecked my heart. And I remember sitting exactly the same exact chair in the CAC. I was like second row, third row from the right. And I fell to my knees and cried for like 30 minutes because it was my first time ever feeling close to God. Um, and like I grew up Lutheran. I grew up knowing that our relationship was awesome. But this was the very first time that I felt an actual relationship starting with him. Um, but nonetheless, all the friendships I made through Chi Alpha throughout the years have stayed. I still see them here today, and they all graduate except for me. Um, and, but I still, for the past seven years, it's been a crazy road. Um, for those who don't know me, I've changed my major six times, and I'm finally doing it. I stuck with one. And uh, so, and yeah. <laughs> So my future plan right now is I will be leaving Cedar Falls in the next two months. Um, I'll be going off to Storm Lake, Iowa to be teaching fifth grade special education, which was the last thing I wanted to do, like um, teaching-wise. I didn't want to be a teacher, but here I am now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my plan. So thank you guys for everything so far. All right. Uh, so I got into Chi Alpha. It was my junior year, spring semester. I just got back from studying abroad, and 
I'd done this thing called Unite Midwest, and some guys came up to me at the beginning of that semester and said, hey, we're going to try to do a unity event on campus. Uh, we're going to just split up the campus ministries and contact them. So I was lucky enough to get Chi Alpha. I emailed Daniel and said, hey, we want to do this unity event, probably a pretty bad email. Um, but then he responded and said, let's meet up. So we met up. He just talked to me about Chi Alpha, had some cool connections. And he's like, you can come promote United West like at the end of the semester. So I came the end of my junior year, like third to last service. Uh, I just like read my Bible the night before, like Acts. I remember, I think Acts chapter three or something. And I show up, I meet a bunch of people. It's really cool. And then Daniel's like, all right, we're going to like, I'm going to be preaching out of Acts, the same chapter, like same verses. And just started saying a lot of the stuff that I wrote down. I was like sitting there like, Oh my gosh, like probably look like an idiot, but, <laughs> uh, and that was just like crazy connection. Like I hadn't really gotten into community and I just felt like that's where I needed to be and kept going. And then that next year I came back, went to Fall Retreat, got baptized in the Holy Spirit, all that stuff and have been coming ever since. And it's probably the best decision I've made in college. So pretty cool. And then my future plans are I'm going to be moving to Des Moines in the fall. I'm going to be an auditor at RSM. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Derek, for those who don't know me. So my Kyle story started with my brother. He looks a little bit like me. So he, when I was a senior in high school, he told me he was going to become the director here at UNI. So I said, I'm not going to UNI. So I decided to go to school at North Central University, which is a Bible college in Minneapolis. I went up there, excited to meet my future wife in Minneapolis and become a rock star worship leader. And then Daniel wanted me to come to Fall Retreat, which if you haven't been there, it'll change your life. But he used the best way to get to me. He had the prettiest girl in the world message me on Facebook and tell me to come to Fall Retreat. And so I didn't want to disappoint her, so I came. And legit, for love at first sight, she has, she's, she's awesome. So I went there. I'm like, okay, this girl's awesome. Kyle seems pretty cool. It was really cool to see Daniel, like, just get see him do ministry. And then the next weekend, I went to another Fall Retreat in Minnesota. So... Going to two in a row, this is, you're done. You're, you're stuck. So after that, I felt called to ministry and really felt a call to Chi Alpha and to college students. And I just saw how God can move in college students through different people I saw in these retreats and just saw God do such huge things. So I was like, I want to be a part of that. So after talking to some leaders in my life and just praying about it, decided to transfer here. So after my first semester, and then got plugged in and started on the worship team and doing things with Chi Alpha. Uh, Taylor and I, the pretty girl messaged me, got married that summer. Don't do the math. <laughs> and then, so since then, I've led small group, and in the past couple months, I took over as the worship director here at Chi Alpha. So Chi Alpha changed my life in more ways than one. We're just, I'm so glad that my brother took this position and that I got the opportunity just to be a part of this. But luckily for you, I'm not leaving. So my, <laughs> my future plans, I'm going to be interning with Chi Alpha this, starting this fall, and we'll hopefully be around for a while in the worship director role and doing things with small groups and help find freshman awkward men who need to know Jesus. So, yeah, you're stuck with me. Hey, guys, my name's Brian. Um, so, yeah, to be fair, honestly, Charlie, I'm only a half, or I'm only a semester behind you, so <laughs> thankfully he gets most of the crap. Anyways, um, anyways, uh, so yeah, my story, my Kai my, my Alpha story is, uh, I guess I was a follower of Jesus most of my childhood, most of my life, but I, I kind of put God in like his own little spot. 
And so I graduated high school, decided I wanted to get the heck out of here because I'm from the area. I did not want to go to UNI. That was like the last school I wanted to go to. Um, and so I went to a different school in Missouri, and, uh, which was an AG school. And so just being in an AG school and being in like an AG town, I came to, her, to hear about Chi Alpha. Uh, but then eventually I did move back. It's kind of funny how God works that way. And because um, and I had heard of Chi Alpha there, I'm like, well, I'll check it out here. And so I went uh, a few times, and that was before Daniel and Emily were here, and it's kind of like, it was at this transition time, and it, it wasn't very strong, it wasn't very healthy, so I didn't really, wasn't really feeling it. And so, um, but once Daniel and Emily came in, uh, I was pretty connected that first year, but then I was even more connected the second year, and then uh, this last year I've been pretty connected and been small group leading. So, yeah, it's been a fun ride. Um, this is my last semester, of course, so next semester I'll be uh, student teaching in Davenport. So, yeah. Uh, my name is Josh. Uh, I've been at Chi Alpha now like two and a half years, I think. Uh, but my, Cal my Chi Alpha story starts uh, way back. Uh, so I grew up in the church, but I was never a believer. Uh, when I was 15, I made that choice to walk away from the church and only went after that for holiday events or if my folks made me. Uh, Fast forward a couple years, I went to Iowa Central Community College for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, graduated from there with my AA, and then I took a four-year gap. Uh, I came back here in like, 2014, so I've got a couple years on most of these guys, really. But uh, so I was looking, was just on campus. I wasn't looking for a campus ministry. I was working at Piazza, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, while I was working at Piazza, uh, this young lady next to me here uh, invited me to come to Chi Alpha. And <laughs> now, at the time, I had a crush on her, and I thought it was a sorority event. So I'm like, cool, this person invited me to a sorority event. From So I come to Chi Alpha, and the very first night, it's February, and they're doing a dating sermon. And the first thing Pastor Daniel says is, listen, ladies, guys, no missionary dating. And I'm like, okay, I'm out. But uh, right before the end of that, that uh, before the end of it, the, we're talking to new people. Charlie over here and Matt both came up to me and invited me to small group. And that was new to me. I'm like, okay, I don't know anyone on campus really. So I ended up getting plugged into a small group. Uh, during that time, I had to do a lot of soul searching. Uh, got involved, I got saved later that year, uh, right after spring break. Uh, I got baptized later that year as well. And so I've been coming to Chi Alpha pretty consistently <laughs> since then. Uh, my future plans, uh, we're getting married in three weeks now, so. Uh, and then we're both looking for teaching jobs, so, yeah. Okay, so I'm Rebecca. Um, my Chi Alpha story also goes back about four years um, before Daniel and Emily came. Um, to give you some perspective, the group at the time was probably about the same size as this graduating class. Um, so there weren't very many of us, and then you look around the room now, and you can just really see what God's done for the group. Um, 
but I, God just placed all these different people in my life to lead me to Chi Alpha. There was this awesome person who drove me to my level ones uh, freshman year named Taylor Harmon. You, know, you all know her as Taylor Quimby. Um, and then the custodian on my floor was Judy Hammer, and she is all the way back there. She is kind of the mom of Chi Alpha. She's our advisor. Um, and then... So just they kept mentioning it and kept bringing it up. So finally, my sophomore year, I started coming. Um, and then my junior year, Daniel and Emily came and really started making huge, huge changes for the campus. And I really found, made my faith more personal because I've grown up in the church and I've been, you know, a Christian most of my life, but just really made my faith more personal. Um, so the year Daniel and Emily came, so about three years ago, I really jumped into the connect team which is awesome by the way you get to meet a lot of great people um and then last year and this year i've been a small group leader so it's been a great experience my name is emily um so i transferred here my sophomore year and then uh, my junior year i became an ra um, and i got to know this crazy cat named marcus and Marcus always talked about this Chi Alpha and how he wanted to go. So I should take Tuesday nights to be my on-call night so he could go. So I took, I took the bullet there. Um, and then Heather came in and she got to go. I still going to go. I was still on call on Tuesdays. Um, but then this year I got to go. So I got to came. Woo, it was fun. Um, but so I'm changing my story from what I said last night. Just so. Okay, cool. Um, so. I was really reflecting last night, thinking about what I was going to say, and last year was really rough, and um, it was really hard, and my staff saw me. They were like, wow, Emily, you're going through a lot, and I really reflected on why last year was so rough compared to this year, and it was because I didn't have God in my life last year. He wasn't, he wasn't present. He wasn't there, um, and so this year, it's been phenomenal. It's been the best year in my college career for sure. And just to go that farther step, I got baptized this year, which is so great. Yeah. Um, and it's really put that passion in me to keep pursuing. And I actually got to um, introduce my fiance into Christianity and pushing him. We've been pushing each other, and it's been great. Um, and so this fall, I'll be soon teaching and then getting a job in Southwest Iowa. So, yeah, there's me. Hi, I'm Heather. Um, Hi, Heather. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's a lot of people here. I think I'm the most introverted of all of us up here. Um, <laughs> uh, so my college story actually starts at Iowa State. Um, and when I went off to college... <laughs> When I went off to college, um, I was just kind of in the mindset of, like, everything I could do, I could do by myself. I don't need a community. I don't need God. Like, I've got me. Um, I've got this. I don't need other people. Um, and just kind of pushed everyone out, including God. Um, and so I had a lot of really great people at Iowa State who kept questioning, like, every week were like, you should come to church with me. You should come to this with me. And honestly, I had the dumbest excuses ever that did not make any sense. But I kept saying them and kept trying to convince myself that I would be fine without um, 
having ministry in my life, even though every time I went home, I, like, knew I needed to go to church and, like, still went. Um, and so when I transferred to UNI in my junior year, I knew that I wanted to make a change. Um, and I met some amazing people, like Abby Roach, um, and um, a whole bunch of friends through Color Guard um, who just kind of started talking about God. And I was like, dang, like, people just are, like, very open with their faith here. Like, it's super cool. Um, and, like, they started, like, getting me to talk about it more. Like, most of our conversations started revolving around God. And then they're like, Heather, like, you should come to one of our campus ministries. Um, so I started going to a different ministry that fall semester, um, but just didn't really feel at home there. And then um, I kept going, though, because I knew it was what I needed. Uh, and then Abby kept talking about this Chi Alpha thing, and Chi Alpha and Leah kept pitching into, and they were all just kind of like tag teaming me, and I was like, still don't know what that is, but like I had meetings on Tuesday nights, um, and so I told them that in the spring semester, like, yes, absolutely, I will come, like, mark me down, I'll be there the first week, and then I got asked to be an RA at semester, and the first night on the job, um, somebody kind of courted me into a conversation, um, and we started talking about faith, and I got asked if I um, had a campus ministry, and I was like, I mean, like, there's one that I've been going to, but there's another one I'm going to check out, and he was like, what's the name of it? And I was like, I, I don't know. I never remember, and he goes, well, I go to Chi Alpha, and I was like, oh, it's that one. He's like, perfect. I'll drive you. And I was like, cool. Well, now that's definitely solidified because he lived a floor below me and was my drive. <laughs> So started coming to Chi Alpha, and that first night, Abby still gets credit for bringing me, by the way, though, because she started it. Okay, just clearing that up. Uh, I came and uh, got wrecked uh, a lot, and just one of the things that I'd been searching for was just feeling like I belonged and being a part of a community, um, and I just felt very overlooked. And one of the things that Daniel really talked about that night um, was he kind of like stopped and was like, I just want you all to know that you're welcome here and you're welcome for who you are. Um, and I like lost it and I turned to Abby at the end and she was like, are you coming back next week? And I was like, I'm never not coming back to this place. Um, and then the real turning point though was that Katie Crick and Abby uh, got me to come to small group and at the previous campus ministry that I had been attending, I had never once been asked to go to a small group and so I felt like I wasn't worthy. Um, and so they're like, so we're like, will you come to small group on Thursday? And I just kind of stood there and I was like, I'm allowed to? And they're like, well, duh, like, we love you, so come. And I was like, okay. And I haven't looked back since. Um, that same semester, I got saved, baptized, and like changed my entire life. And it's fantastic. <laughs> So this fall, I'm actually going to be going to grad school, um, so I'm headed up to Minnesota State Mankato, where I've already connected with their Chi Alpha director, so I'm still in. And we're in the same like conference, but like not the actual conferences anymore, sad face. Um, but yeah, still connected within the Chi Alpha community and studying college student affairs to work in higher education. All right, I feel like I need to start off with saying I do appreciate all the campus ministries. I don't boo them. I just boo them out of sarcasm. Not, not for real. Um, so my story goes back a little bit further than college. Um, I grew up in church. I actually 
uh, felt called to become uh, somewhat a part of ministry when I was 13 years old, 13 or 14, 13. Um, and uh, <laughs> that was a long time ago, guys. <laughs> and uh, so I, I was called to ministry. Actually, a lot of you guys, well, I think a couple of you guys know him, Jeremiah Randleman. He was my youth pastor there. Uh, he remembers that day. He was with me. Um, and a uh, couple years go by, get into high school. Um, some things go down in my church. Um, situations happen, and um, I fall away from God. Um, I just kind of turn and run uh, when that happened. And so fast forward three, four years, five years, yeah, Five years later, um, I'm here at UNI. Um, uh, kind of similar story with uh, Paige over there. Um, we have this mutual friend, Lydia, um, who first started bringing uh, Paige and then started talking to me. And at the time, I was working at Ace Hardware. Um, and so I was, we got done. We closed at eight, but I had to like lock everything up and whatnot. So I wouldn't get out of there until like 8.15. And so my excuse for the longest time was, oh, I have to work. Like, by the time I get there, all the good stuff's going to be over with. And so they were like, oh, whatever. Um, and so they just kept pressuring me and pressuring me. And um, I came, I started coming every once in a while. I'd walk in with my red ace polo on with my tape measure on my side. <laughs> and uh, Daniel comes up and talks to me. And um, we find out that we have Jeremiah as a mutual friend and all that kind of stuff. And... Uh, that's when I figured out that they were an AG or organization. And at that point, I was kind of um, kind of opposed to it because that's what my church back home was with all the issues. Um, and so I kind of like stepped back for a minute, but I like was still interested. Um, so I would still come back, and every single week I'd start closing Ace Hardware up earlier and earlier. And so we finally ended up closing at like 7.45, like, every Tuesday night so I could be here for Chi Alpha. And so that was cool. Um, but uh, very quickly after I started being there, like from beginning to end, um, someone found out that I played drum set. And so Levinsky had me audition. And so I remember when I auditioned, Levinsky was like, well, what like worship songs do you know? And I mentioned like some worship song from like 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And he was like, I've never heard that song, dude. <laughs> And so, um, I mean, obviously, I was good enough to be on the worship team, um, but that's where I got plugged in. I started off being plugged in there, and then fall semester came, um, went to fall retreat, um, and that's where I, God, like, wrecked me again and was like, all right, this time, like, you're locked in now. You're not getting away from me again. And so um, I've just been uh, looking towards the ministry that God's going to do in my life and um, the impact that I've been able to have here. Um, and so from that point, I was like, Daniel, what more can I do? Like, in what ways can I help you guys um, put on Chi Alpha every Tuesday night? And he said, um, pull the trailer. You have a truck. <laughs> and so I started doing that. Um, and then I started doing sound with Charlie and... Now I can be the floater between every single situation. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Let's give Ryan a clap. Come on. Yeah. All right. So I, 
underestimated a little bit how long this would take. So what I'm going to do now is this rapid fire. All right, guys? So you got to be really succinct, like 20 to 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm going to group the second question with a piece of advice. So I'm going to ask you a question and say, can you give us any advice? It's got to be really short, okay? So for you, Ryan, you talked about this, how you serve. You know, Ryan is, like, not to toot his horn, but he's one of the most servant-hearted people I've met. He's done all the things that aren't rewarding. Uh, like, no one sees it, but he is busting his butt behind the scenes, if I can say that. I don't know if that's a bad thing to say, <laughs> busting butt. But anyways, he's done that. So, Ryan, can you speak to that and the importance of doing things that don't necessarily get you recognition and then give us a piece of advice? Um, so some people would call this selfish, but I would say it's more like being a true follower of Christ. I mean, Christ did all of these things, and he never asked for, like, any actual true glorification People just glorified him by doing it. And so, I mean, not to put myself on the same level with Jesus, but we're all Christ followers. And so um, I'm going from that perspective of just serve. And, I mean, yeah, you're going to feel good on the inside. People always say, well, what, I mean, people back home, what can I do to, like, get over depression and whatnot? I'm like, are you serving in the church? Because that's probably one of the most rewarding things you can do. That's good, man. And so, I mean, that's also my piece of advice. That's just awesome. get plugged so in. So I'm kind of like giving them their advice to give to you, but hey, that's all right. So praise God for that. Let's give Ryan a clap for his wisdom. Um, so Heather, one thing I love about Heather is she has invited so many people to Chi Alpha, and yeah, and truly has leveraged her influence to push the kingdom forward on the campus. So can you speak to how you can leverage your influence on the campus for Christ and just how you've done that, and then give us a little advice that might be tied to that? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm an RA, um, which means that I'm not supposed to um, necessarily like bring up religion in conversation. Um, and so that, I think that was one of the biggest struggles for me was trying to find a way to um, be authentic and be myself. And that's definitely something I've grown a lot in this year um, because my door is kind of plastered with Chi Alpha stuff. Um, and I wear my Chi Alpha shirt all the time and um, I've invited a lot of residents and they're here. It's great. <laughs> um, so I think it's all about um, being a leader in like, like I kind of said, like being authentic. Like you want to still be able to be yourself um, and just kind of come across in like a loving regard. And I explained it to a lot of my um, residents that like over the year, I hope we've been able to like build this relationship and like I want to get to know you for who you are and I want you to feel comfortable in this environment. And so I want to show you who I am and like being the Christ follower and that I am. Um, he's kind of a big part of my life and guides a lot of what I do. Um, I pray for all my residents. Um, I do a whole bunch of things with them that they may not ever know about. Um, but I think that's one of the most basic ways um, and just being willing and vulnerable to have those conversations. Um, if they're talking about like going through a hard time, like asking them what they do um, to counteract that and then just kind of um, gauging the waters and not being afraid um, of what's going to happen, like what conversation is going to come up and just um, attacking it with love um, and caring Good. for other people. Awesome. Thanks, Heather. All right, Emily. So you talked about this a little bit, but I'll give you a chance to elaborate. So you didn't get plugged into Kyle until your senior year. How might have your previous years been different in college if you had plugged in sooner? So I know for sure my sophomore year becoming a transfer student, so nobody cares about transfer students. Mm. Nobody. Um, they all care about the freshmen, and so coming as a transfer student, my roommate and I were both transfer students, and we sat in our room together every night, and that was it. 
and it was kind of sad, but we didn't have that community because nobody ever reached out to the transfer students. So um, just having that community and having like, like Thursday night, we're all going out to eat together, our whole small, small group is, and it's something to do and it's something fun and it's, it's awesome to have that community. So I guess my piece of advice is don't forget about the transfer students. <laughs> Plug into the transfer students. That's good, that's so good. Let's give her a clap, thank you for that. All right, Rebecca Givens, one thing I've loved about you ever since I met you three years ago, or about three years ago, is your heart for the one. I always see you with one person, just showing them attention and love. So can you speak about the importance of caring for the one on the campus? Um, one thing I've really gotten to notice is every single person is so unique, and there's so much to care about, about each and every person. Um, and giving each person that time and attention really makes them feel cared for, um, especially the people who may not otherwise feel cared for. Just giving them that love and caring for them and just letting them know that they're heard is probably the most important thing that you can do for them. Um, so even if you're walking around campus and you see someone who just isn't having a good day, just say hi or smile at them or take a second to try and talk to them because you could probably make a huge difference in their life. Um, so good. my piece of advice, I guess, would be don't live life with your fear. Um, take chances, take risks, because God is leading you in the right direction. Um, and if you feel that nudge, do it. Just step out in faith, because God good. will always protect you. Awesome. Thank you, Rebecca. All right. Joshua Chung, my friend. So originally you came to Kyle because of a girl, and then you got called out within a couple minutes of service. So I didn't know that. But can you talk about how that switch happened? Because I know for a while you did just keep coming because of Rebecca. So what about Kai Alpha and what about community kind of switched it where all of a sudden it became about more than just Rebecca and it became about God? So when I first started coming here, uh, like I said, I was coming for the wrong reasons. And then I got called out on it in service, which... <laughs> It's a shock when the sermon is all of a sudden pointed at you and you didn't know it going in. But when I got hooked up into a small group, uh, you know, the small group really, we did a lot of life-changing things in there. Uh, we talked about just everything about our, our spiritual needs, our spiritual health. And as I kept going to small group, before I got saved, you know, I, I was reaching that breaking point where you, sometimes you hit rock bottom in life. It, it happens. And I would not be where I was today if it wasn't for those guys in my small group, Charlie, John, Austin, Matt Stein, those guys. And because of those guys, because of that, that's why small group was home. Yeah. And then Chi Alpha became home. So my advice to everybody here, you can't do it alone. You gotta find a group of people, a community, a family to carry you along this path. Come on, Josh Chung. Drop him bombs. All right. Brian, I've respected you all year and I've called you Brian. But I'm gonna say B Rye or Bry Guy. My friend Brian. I'm I don't know who that is. <laughs> all right. So Brian, so it wasn't until your sixth year of college that you became a small group leader. So it was quite the journey for you. And uh can you talk about the importance of those preparation years? Because, you know, some people jump into small group leading their sophomore year, and some people it takes a while. Can you talk about the importance of having those years leading up to your sixth year where you led small group really well? Yeah, so I'd say it was probably 
more of like a learning experience because I didn't plan on going to college for six years. I mean, I wanted to be done in four. I mean, no one, no, I'm pretty sure no one's planning a six-year bachelor's degree program. So, um, so I wanted to be done in four, but I pretty much, I failed at my first school. I didn't like fail out. It was really close, but I was not, I was not at the place I should have been. And so when I was at the point where I was like, okay, I'm either going to be at this school for eight more years paying like $30,000 or I transfer back to you and I, uh, I had a big choice to make. I'm like, okay, God, I just, I give this decision to you. I'm going to trust in you and I'm going to, I'm going to do where I feel you lead me to go. And so I feel, felt like he led me back here. And so ever since then, like trusting God has been so much more easier. And so to transition into like small group leading is like, let's say you have a perfect small group, like everything is going great. Like you still have to trust God that he's doing the work in the people who come because you could do everything in your power to make it a good small group, but uh, trusting in God is uh, is probably one of the most important things about leading a small group. That's um, good, man. So that's that's my word of advice is that's just awesome. trust. Thanks, Brian. All right, my baby brother, baby D, we called him when he was three. We'll keep it up. All right, so Derek, so we talked about transfer students, how important that is, but Derek, one of your hearts, or one of your desires has always been to reach freshmen, specifically in that first month or two of school. Can you talk about the importance of going after freshmen and getting them plugged into small group? Yeah, for sure. I think the biggest thing to remember is freshmen are people too. And, but really, when you come to college, like when I first went to college in North Central, like a bunch of guys tried to become my friends and that really freaked me out. They're like, we're gonna do brotherhood and like sit around in our undies together. And I'm like, I don't wanna do that. <laughs> but, it's funny how that happened, and I was really freaked out by that. And then when I, when I transfer and then I become a small group leader, I realized, I want to do that. I want to make freshmen sit in their undies, but just kidding. We don't do that. Just ask Ryan. But it's really important because in those first couple months, freshmen are looking for their family because, like, when you leave college, you're leaving your family and the people you know, and everything is different. So if we don't go and seek after freshmen right away, they could find their family in other areas, whether that could be, like, the party scene or just any other way that in, at you and I so but if we find them they become our family first then they're going to hopefully follow Jesus and that'll be cool now my piece of advice has nothing to do with that but so my piece of advice is to not rush through college or and to try to find contentment where you're at so with me when I'm at college I came and I knew I wanted to be a Kiowa pastor so I wanted to get through college as quick as possible and get to that stage of life and get to where I'm going to be a pastor and get doing that and that made me waste opportunities my first couple of years to where I could have really been loving people on this campus because being a student is such an advantageous position and it's, there's nothing like it. There's, you're not gonna be in a better position to reach college students than being a college student. So going to my senior year, A, God really told me, he's like, dude, you need to figure this out. You've got one more year left. So, and it's really cool. God just told me that like, he brought me supernatural contentment. I found that through following Jesus and through a relationship with Jesus. It didn't hurt that my, two of my best friends in the entire world I knew we were graduating, so I got a little sad, and I was like, well, crap, I can't rush through this year, because then these guys will be gone. But really, just don't try to rush through that, your time in college, because it's such an awesome opportunity to reach students in class and in the dorms and just the people around you, and just you can just love people really well. That's good, bud. That's really good. Can we give him a clap? Come on. All right, Jacob. Jacob Vollmer. Um, trying to find your question. Yeah, so you've been a really strong leader in Chi Alpha. I don't think I would be the only one who says that, um, and we appreciate your leadership. Could you give some advice to an aspiring leader? Yeah, um, I think the first thing is embrace it 
even if you don't think you're ready, because I didn't really think I was ready, Daniel was like, hey, you want to lead small group? I was like, oh, man, I don't, I don't know. I guess I'll do it. And then he's like, do you want to do ministry moments? And the first one, I introduced myself, and then they keep making fun of me for it since then. <laughs> um, but I'd say embrace it and just trust that the person putting you there sees God's potential in you and just be confident in that. And I think another big thing is just loving people well. And also a huge thing being a leader is being vulnerable, being real. Uh, no one connects with someone who tries to be perfect and doesn't share their flaws. So like in small group leading, just share your junk, share the stuff you've gone through. That's how you connect with people and that's how you show Jesus working in your life. Um, so that's a big thing. And then, yeah, just... I guess another advice would be, I read in a book that uh, just you're not going to regret the things you tried and failed at, but you're going to regret the things you never tried. So just going every day and, you know, going out, if you feel like you need to go pray for someone, pray for someone. If you feel like, you know, God's calling you to do something, just do it because um, you're not going to regret it and God's going to be there. And that's just how you build faith and build your relationships. So just, just go all out, just give it your best and just uh, trust God through that. That's good. Thanks, Jake. So one thing I just want to say is usually Calpas is done at 9.20. I know it's 9.30, but it's a little bit of a different night. So I hope you hang with us these last 10 minutes or so as we're finishing up. So Charlie, go ahead. Oh, wait, what's your question? So you've been in Calpas since the very beginning. And some people already spoke to this, but maybe you could add. How has it changed over the years? So over the past few years, I've seen it go from a startup. Um, it was uh, probably a group of, what, 35, 50 people at start. Um, and... It was it was a great start. We had a fantastic leader, and then God was working through it. But then we kind of hit what some of us called a dark time. It wasn't really dark, dark, but um, it's just like we had lack of leadership. Um, we had a bunch of people step down, and then um, we just didn't have, like, a campus minister. And uh, there was a year that I had to leave because I changed my major for the fifth time. <laughs> um, but during that time, we I was still was praying for Chi Alpha, um, and we... Like, before I left, we had maybe, like, 15 people, Rebecca included, um, and a few others here. But, yeah, over that year, I just started praying vigorously, like, for Chi Alpha, and I was happy to hear that Daniel, one of my freshman year friends, was coming back on. And uh, it was just awesome to see just the leadership that's always been there has come back, um, like, hearing back from Emery, uh, my, one of my good friends, uh, and then also hearing back from several other people, like Heming Scott, back in the back. He is an OG, like not quite an OG, but he came in the second year, and he kind of kept the Kyle for alive for a long time. Um, mm -hmm. And just and just seeing God like work through this, and he never left. That's the thing. That's good. He never left Kaiafa. Despite the numbers we had, despite the lack of leadership, we have come back, and we are growing ever more, and it's, it makes me like really, like it shocks me how we went from that 15 group to what are we now, like 60 plus 100 and 103 today, not too bad. Yeah. Um, but, cool. yeah, and... And I just want to say, Charlie, like, I want to give him a clap after I say this, but I respect so much how you stuck it out for seven years. I know people give you a crap about being so old, but really it's, it's pretty admirable <laughs> how you've stuck through things <laughs> and you continue to press in for Jesus. So can we give Charlie a clap just for doing that? Like, thanks, Charlie. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so... Didn't expect out of seven years not to be able to give a 30-minute long speech, but that's okay. But um, my one, my, like, word of advice for everyone, first of all, is don't change your major six times. Um, and second of all, <laughs> like, on the, on the aspect of that, if you're undecided, if you're still deciding what God is following, like, having you want to do, 
honestly, God has placed so many things into your life. Sometimes you don't notice it. Like I was working with kids for three years and I thought I still hated kids. And, and I knew what that teaching was like the last thing I wanted to be. And I pushed it off for so long. And here I am, like four years ago, changed my major to um, elementary education and special ed my senior year. And uh, God, I knew that God placed those passions in mine. But at the same time, if you still are unknown about your passions, what God's giving you, God will bless you through anything that you go through because God will be there no matter what, too. So no matter what path you go, no matter what path you think God's like, directing you towards, he will always be there, no matter what. Thanks, so Jared. don't be afraid of changing your major two or three times, but don't do six. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Charlie. All right, Aaron, I got to be honest, your story is one of my favorite stories from our time here as the directors. Um, so you've only been a part of Chi Alpha for four weeks. I'm pretty sure maybe three. I'm not really sure. It's not long, though. But So how do you think your college journey could have been different had you been plugged in sooner? Um, so I think my college journey could have been... Um, uh, I definitely think I would have been a lot more closer to God. I mean, if I had um, got gotten connected a long time ago. Um, there was, uh, so my um, my junior, I'm a super senior, so I think, I don't know, it was, so one, sem one particular semester, so the, so the last uh, spring semester, I like had hit like the lowest pl plateau of my, of my life, like, so like I had always, like passed and always, you know, gotten through everything and uh, managed to, you know, get a good grade and everybody believed in me and was proud of me, but I had a hard time believing myself and doing things. Um, like I had a really low self-image and still just kind of working on that. And, um, you know, that sem that particular semester, I had got a promotion at my job at Walmart and um, I moved up to a manager position and I really picked up a lot put a lot on my plate and it was during that semester that I became really lost and so you know um i think you know you know just coming to a point where you like find jesus and find god um is just amazing um to do that and just to see him i don't know like to see to oh, like during that time, sometimes when you're lost, you 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 kind of become like closed-minded and just worried about like um, how things aren't working for you and why things are so bad and whatnot. And then things like come to light, and you you just someone reaches out a hand and says, "Hey, you can do it. And you got it." And you keep moving forward. And so the next semester, I came back and an advisor reached his hand out and said, "Hey, you know, come back. You can do it. You know, we can. I can get you set up." You got me set up, and I came back the next semester and took most of the, the same classes and passed them and got through. And um, and then the next semester, you know, I got connected and just really found, you know, um, God. And I, I thought that was awesome. So, thanks, Aaron. Yeah, awesome. All right. Yeah. So my word of advice would be to um, just to um, keep your eyes open. Um, a lot of times, I think definitely during college years, when you're trying to figure so much out, it can be really, um, so much is unknown. And um, so it can be really hard, easy to get lost and sometimes be like, just like wonder like what am, what it is that I should be doing, what is my purpose, and where, should, where am I supposed to be going? And it's just like, 
you know, so, so much, you know, overwhelming, you're just trying to figure everything out. And I just want to say, like, you know, um, one thing you, like, maybe a lot of that may be unknown, but one thing you should, like, what Charlie was saying is know that God is there and God is, God is everywhere. So see him in everything. So a lot, and if you allow yourself to see him and open yourself to see God in everything in which he is, you know, then you'll be fine because you'll, you'll trust that, you know, where, wherever, whatever it is that you're going and whatever destination that he's taking you, that you'll be just fine. That's good. Thanks, Aaron. <clears throat> All right. Two more. Two more. Come on. Paige, something I love about you is you're so committed to small group. It's been cool to see how you're there consistently for the last two years. Can you speak to what small groups meant to you? Yeah, so um, I started like three years ago, and I wasn't very involved with small group. And so about two years ago, I started in Katie Krex and uh, Rachel. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and Rachel's small group. And this year, I've been going to Katie's and Sam's. And I have met some of the most amazing women I have ever met, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what makes small groups so great is that you get to do what I think as Christians we should be doing and you get to live life alongside of other people. Um, So not only do you have people that you get to see into their life and you get to be a part of it and you get to see their struggles and you get to see that you aren't struggling alone, but you also get to have these wonderful people see into your life and say, hey, I'm here for you, I'm praying for you, even when you don't realize they're doing it. Um, And that's been huge for me. Um, Small group is like the reason that I keep coming back to Chi Alpha. Um, So one, recommend doing that. Um, (laughs) My other piece of advice, I guess I would say, um, it's something that I've learned this year, is to put God first. I think a lot of times we say that God is first in our life, um, but we don't act it out. And I'm guilty of that 100%. We put things like relationships or school or work before God. And um, in January, like the beginning of the semester, I was like, no, God is first. I'm going to act that way. And it's only grown my relationship with him and and made me want to know him more. That's really good. Thanks, Paige. All right. So, Heidi, your last but not least. Um, So... Something that's been cool to watch with you is you plugged in your senior year. You know, a lot of people are checking out, like checking out, not checking stuff out, just checked out their senior year. And you found Chi Alpha and just dove head first. And can you talk about just what it's meant for you for your senior year to be plugged into Chi Alpha and small groups and how it might have changed your previous years had you plugged in sooner? Um, so on Monday, so the 30th, will actually mark my first year from baptism. So, um, I guess it's just been a, like a, a big year of journey. And I guess, um, what was your question? I'm so sorry. Yeah, so can you speak about how, or what smaller groups meant to you, what Chi Alpha's meant to you, and how like your previous years could have been different had you plugged in? Um, I think plugging into Chi Alpha itself has really um, made me evaluate myself a little bit more on the inside um, because you get to meet with just a small group of people. And even though this everyone in here um, is genuine and cares about you, just it's hard to be vulnerable with 
103 people, so I think plugging into a small group, um, you're able to get to know people more um, deeper, one-on-one, -on -one, and then um, people kind of convict you. They're like, hey, I, I feel like you're slacking, or I feel like you're not understanding how God is working, but then you also get to build others up, and I think that's really important um, as well, and small groups are so diverse. I have, you know, different majors, different places in um, places in, with Jesus in their life, um, people who sometimes feel connected, some people who always feel like they're running, um, and I think that's really cool. And um, my piece of advice, um, we're Christ ambassadors, right? So we need to reach people here and um, and outside of Chi Alpha. Um, my first night in small group, I actually shared my favorite verse in the whole entire Bible, um, and it's Mark 16.3, and it says, who will move the stone? So it's when Mary, Joseph, and Mary Magdalene went um, went to the tomb where Jesus was buried, and they had to figure out how to move the stone, and they wanted to move the stone so they could see Jesus, and I think um, a lot of people can't move the stone in their life to find Jesus, and I think that um, plugging myself into a small group and then the people around me just randomly, like on the floor or in the cafeteria or just in classes, I think helping people move the stone in their lives just helps bring them closer to God and then helps them um, better understand themselves too. So my advice would be to help others move their stones, but don't think that you can do it for them. You know, it took three of them, and stones are rolly, so they just keep coming back. So it's a constant battle, but the reward is, you know, like endless. So That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Let's give her a clap and all the seniors a clap. All right, so Emily, you want to come up? with uh, So we have a gift for you, uh, for each of you. So she's going to pass those out. And then the band, so not if you're up here, but if you're in the band, you're out here, can you get set up behind them here? We're going to play one more song. It's going to be sweet. So if you're, like, tired, get ready, because this song is going to be awesome. It's going to wake you up. So <clears throat> so the band, what's that? No, don't open your boxes yet. So some of you got crazy. Start opening. So, all right, so I'm going to give a little speech here. It's like two seconds. So keep your box closed, like I said. And you're about to graduate, right? Some of you are going to student teaching, but for the most part, you're graduating. And you're transitioning to a brand-new season, and so many things in your life are about to change. That's the reality. It's going to be night and day different. And there's so many things that you don't, or don't know right now that you'll need to incorporate into your daily lives, into your routine. And, and what's in your hands right now is something that will probably few of you have or few of you own, but all of you are going, are going to use for the rest of your life. So go ahead and open up your boxes. See if you can figure out what it is. So what do you got there, Jacob? What do you think? Yeah, so Christmas ornaments. So here's the thing. For every year for the rest of your life, you're probably going to set up a Christmas tree. And you'll be decorating that tree. And the thing you don't know yet is the things that, that you put on that tree will be an accumulation of the events of your life. So, you know, for instance, I got this ornament on my honeymoon. I got this ornament on vacation. I got this ornament from my son who made it in class. And it's Super ugly, but I'm going to put it up because my son made it for me. And they're all going to mean something to you. And this ornament is going to mean something. Uh, you're about to earn your degree from the University of Northern Iowa, and we're excited for that. And Chi Alpha does not award degrees, and that means you do not graduate from Chi Alpha. And you're always going to be a part of our family. And this ornament is a reminder that you're a part of a global family across the earth that's following Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. So here's what I want you to do. Every Christmas time, I want you to take this ornament out, and when you put it on the tree, say a prayer for us. 
and remember the times we had, the great times we had, the friendships we made, and say that prayer. And here's our commitment. When we put our ornament on the tree, we're going to pray for you and remember you and know that you, that we're always going to be your pastors and your family in a sense. And we're always going to be here for you. You can always message me on Facebook. I have a pretty good response time, I think. Thank you. <laughs> so you can message us anytime. I want you guys to know how much we love you. We're thankful for you. Thank you for your investment. Can we stand and give them a clap?